Trust and believe is a blessing. If you didn't know it's a blessing before, you know it's a blessing now. It's a blessing that you're here. It's a blessing that we can do this. Officially welcome you all to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Healthy love night. Inviting to call a friend, tell a friend. Call friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, even your enemies too. Don't leave them out. This is some information that they can use. Healthy Love happens every Tuesday right here KevinStew.com and Affiliates and I do want to say big ups to the Affiliates One Harmony Radio over there in the UK top of the morning to you up there in New York Island Worldwide exhibiting the power of music big ups to those in New Jersey NIE Radio Across over there in Texas, WGLRO, home of the Donnie Walker Morning Show, the People Station. Much love to you. Hollow Up Radio, Dusik Media Groups. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Texas, well represented. Out of Florida, the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Much love to you. PEMGTV.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Those locked in on tuning radio on the night shift with DJ Kevin Steele. Big ups to you. And of course, those right here at the home of the night shift, KevinStew.com, where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Wanna say big ups to their fit to my segment sponsors. Pulse Media Group for innovative streaming and recording solutions, videography, photography. Uh, when you say videography and then you say photography afterwards, it kind of sounds weird, but it just, it just feel weird saying it. But videography, photography, streaming, advi- advice, <laughs> advertisements of all kinds. Get them a call, 754-999-60... Uh, not, not, not that number 754-999-1140 New number That's 754-999-1140 Check them out online PulseEMG.com Big up to Althea and her healing heavenly hands Althea is used a licensed massage therapist Operating out of Broad County, North Miami Dade And South Palm Beach counties She comes to you Bringing her table, her oils And over 20 years massage therapy experience Give her a call, 954-655-9000 Or email her at theolita at att.net Althea also runs Chioli Yep, change your lifestyle, change your life As a personal trainer So she'll put your muscles in pain and she'll massage them out One-stop shop for you 
When you call her for your massage, she only asks one thing outside of paying her, get off her table and go sleep somewhere else. Trust me, you will fall asleep. I do it all the time. I want to say big up to Reggae Global Entertainment. They'll act as your booking agents, handle your tour management, take care of your publishing, trademarks, business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and so much more. Give them a call, 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Tell them DJ Kevin Stew sent you. And thanks to McNeil Trucking, who normally handles our musical therapy segment. With McNeil Trucking, you're in good hands. Give them a call, 954-406-9740 for all your removal needs. McNeil Trucking, you're in good hands. And someone that I know who has good hands. If she didn't have good hands, I don't think she'd be able to do what she does. She kind of sucker punched me just now before she called me. But um, don't worry, you're not getting away next month. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the one and only, the lady of the moment, Dr. Lexi. Hi, good night, everyone. (laughs) Good night, DJ Kevin Stu. Good night, Doc. Boy, you know, we should fight, but... You see, because I'm a lover and not a fighter, I'm going to leave it alone tonight, yeah? (laughs) One day, one day. (laughs) How are you, Dr. Lexi? I am Mm -hmm. thriving, I will say that. I'm thriving where I am. (laughs) Boy, that's so like hard work. (laughs) It is, it is, but you know, I'm grateful for each day that I'm above ground. You know, every day above ground is a good day. Yeah. And that's actually a song I might need to send it to you. Um, An artist out of Jamaica by the name of Coric did Mm -hmm. that song. And for the longest while, I had that song as my alarm to wake me up every morning. To go to work. Mm. Every day above ground is a good day. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Lexi, you are bringing to us today a subject, you, you're touching on a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And it's near and dear because, honestly, I have not yet been weaned. Um, so you're looking at breastfeeding in these times, mm-hmm. of course, we're touching on some other things along the way, but what, 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 what is so unique about breastfeeding in these times? 
Well, let's look at it from the different aspects of breastfeeding. Okay. So, breast milk, human milk, mother's milk, however you would like to refer to it, is nature's way or provision of feeding humans. Okay. And the act of lactation and the act of latching a baby, a, a child to the breast is more than just nutrition. It provides numerous benefits for both mother and baby. Mm. And um, coincidentally, this week, well, this month, uh, August, is National Breastfeeding Awareness Month. And this week in particular is was used to call Native um, American Breastfeeding Week. Now it's called um, Indigenous. Indigenous People Breastfeeding Week? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I had a mental block there. Um, but Indigenous um, Medicine, Milk Medicine Week. Or Medicine Milk Week. Something, let me look up the actual thing because I'm botching it hard, horribly. <laughs> but anyhow. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> um, yes, Milk Medicine Week. Indigenous Milk Medicine Week. Mm-hmm. So it starts out the second Sunday of the month of August. Okay. Um, to the Saturday, so one week. And this brings, this week and this month brings to light the various importance of breastfeeding and the inadequacies um, of people who aren't doing it properly, who need help, the inequality um, and the different um aspects surrounding breastfeeding so um people of color on a whole not every ethnic um group falls into this category Mm -hmm. but um people of color on a whole have um this many disadvantages and have one of the lowest rates of breastfeeding um, initiation up until six months to 12 months and um, to the second year of the child's life. And that is very, 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 very unfortunate, especially in these times. So when you say at a disadvantage or, or I guess on the lower end of the, the, the spectrum, it, what what exactly are you talking about? So they people of color have not been breastfeeding. They do, but there is a lower rate of of not necessarily attempting, but of of maintaining exclusive breastfeeding or breastfeeding period um, by the time the child reaches three months of age, and there's several and beyond. There are several um, reasons for that. One of them that a lot of people have raised concerns with is that breastfeeding, people look at it as free, but it's not free. 
if we're gonna pay, if we're gonna pay um, for someone to feed your child, but you can't be paid to feed your own child, you know, then it it looks the wage economic structure is totally like skewed. Um, I'm trying to find the statistics here. I had it pulled up and then it disappeared on me. I'm sorry. So about how many hours? I think they say it's like 1,800 hours of breastfeeding. So if you equate that to monetarily means, women are that's that's more than half, um, more than half a year breastfeeding um, in terms of work. Because I believe what 40 hours make is one work week right. and for 52 weeks that's 280 hours and for like um 49 48 weeks that's just under 2000 hours so that's close to a full year um salary so it's not free you know so the 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 required or the recommended amount of breastfeeding hours you're saying being 1800 hours black people pretty much don't do that it's not the required it's how much the studies have shown how much um how long women breastfeed over a course of time okay yeah and so it equates to that however most people um don't have the luxury of being able to stay at home with their child Mm -hmm. or when they go back to work, they don't have, although it's required by law, they don't get that opportunity or they, they're unaware of the the legal um, rights that they do have to get time to To pump while they're at work. Oh, or if yeah, while they're mm. at work, um, some jobs they have the ability to have their kids there. There's a daycare, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but even to go and do that. So, but you know, and many people don't have, but many people don't have the the break, the time. They don't have those um, benefits. Even in the pandemic, you saw it. A lot of people went back to work right away. It couldn't. It was a big deal, and that's one of the reasons why they increased the unemployment assistance because parents had to stay home with their kids. They had to choose between work or leaving their kids at home by themselves. Yet face criminal prosecution for leaving underage children unattended. But. All right, let's go back to the workplace. Being able to even, let's say that there are provisions made to take care of the child at home and mom has to go back to work. Just the mere fact that a mother can take a a few minutes and go pump some milk and be provided with somewhere to store it. Mm Um. That can only contribute to um, employment retention, as in staff retention, I should say. Because who wouldn't want to work somewhere that 
they know that even just this, as simple as it may seem, that their employer is looking out for them in this way. Who wouldn't want that? So, so, so the, the fact that, that, that mothers are having difficulty with just that, that's baffling to me. And which man wouldn't want their, 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 the mother of their child, whether it be their, their, their partner, their spouse, their whomever, who wouldn't want the mother of their child to have this available to them? So men should be at the front of this charge. It takes a village. So it's, it's not just men. It should be community leaders, um, educators, uh, the medical community, as well as employers. It should be everyone. But yes, the men, if men were to speak up on this more, I think more would have been done to provide those um, circumstances for moms to be able to give their child this liquid gold. And it, boy, is it gold? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, I, I, I have my, my own views when it comes to breast, breastfeeding, breast milk, and such. Um, I, 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 not as a DR, that's your department. I just am a DJ and I have an opinion. But like they say, mm-hmm. um, like anuses, everybody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. I really believe that breast milk lays the foundation for a healthy life. Dr. Lexi, please correct me if I am off target with that thought pattern. Um, If I am in the ballpark, but not quite there, you know, where do I stand with holding an opinion like that? Well, you are right um, when you say that because breast milk in of itself, like I said before, is more than just nutrition. It's also medicine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you are absolutely correct. Uh, Nutrition-wise, you each feeding a child gets the milk is composed of different percentages of the different elements that your body needs to grow. Mm-hmm. And that is based upon the demand and the best time um, that nature has has allotted. So like you say, hind milk has more of the fat, but at certain times of the day, the concentrations of certain elements are higher. Um, for example, ver- night versus day. Really? Versus um, formula you're having the same concentration throughout. So there's no variation. So the body, the breast milk meets the demands of the child. So it's very unique. Um, And it's very, it's very, let's say, um, targeted. You know how when you get sick, you go to your physician's office and you may get a prescription and it says to take two of these in the morning for at night. Mm, yeah. So it's it's 
the same medication, but different concentrations of the medication to um, help you fight the disease or to keep level, um, healthy levels of your condition, right? So you're saying nature has it in such a way that mothers naturally have a, a dosage meter that there are certain nutrients that is given in the morning from breastfeeding, in the afternoon from breastfeeding, and in the night from breastfeeding? Yes, and not just that, also different quantities. So you may still have some of those in the morning, um, but at night it's in higher uh, dosage mm. or a higher concentration, higher weighted of um, that nutrient. So, so if you're if you're a breast pumping mother, it is important that you label the the the, the milk that you express for yes, and the date and time. And you can mix milk. Moms can mix milk, or dads, whoever's feeding the baby, yeah, yeah. can go ahead and mix milk from different times as long as it's um, been stored properly mm. and labeled correctly. Um, it's like it doesn't expire, right? Because there is an expiration, a safety date from the time it's been expressed to when it's no longer good to ingest. Mm -hmm. But breast milk can be used for other purposes. So you don't necessarily have to throw it out. Wait, 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 wait. what do you mean? So you can use if, let's say the milk was left out for longer than it should. Mm -hmm. Let's say it was left out um, for 36 hours. It may have been in a cooler, but it's not at the optimal temperature right. that it should have been cooled to. Mm -hmm. um, or the room had been extremely cold, like 66 degrees or whatever. Um, you can use it as a milk bath. For the baby you or know, for adults for too? You, for mom, for dad, you can use it as a milk bath. If you have, it's, let's say it's been an hour more than the, the milk should have been out for. Like um, four hours, it's been out for more than four hours, uh, room temperature. You can go ahead and use it as a milk bath. Go ahead and apply it to the skin as um, a balm for those who have like eczema or have psoriasis. Are you serious? It has healing. Yes, breast milk has healing properties. As I said, it's not just for nutrition, it's medicine. I have never in all my days heard this. Mm -hmm. So, um. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Do all medical practitioners know this? No. No. I have taken, a, I'm an, an aspiring IBCLC. That is the international... Um, certification for lactation consultants. So you have to meet certain hours and requirements, such as taking a course, a 90-hour course. Well, now it's a 95. There's a another five-hour component added on to that, which I have done. And so I'm working my way to meeting the requirements for the examination. 
So a lot of people, and this is not something that's practiced in schools. And for those who um, are into naturopathic medicine, yes, who are like natu- naturopathic physicians, holistic uh, providers, they may know this. Not to say that they um, it's a hundred percent taught. I am not sure of the curriculum, but they may know this. I've never heard that. And this has been known for all, mm-hmm. a lot all of along? People use it. Yeah, a lot of people use it for psoriasis. Um, a famous person everyone knows, should know, Kim Kardashian, she had psoriasis and she used the breast milk that she produced to apply it on her skin. Are you... What? What? I didn't know. So, does it work for eczema also? Yeah. You can use it. Um, There's so many different stuff, like acne, you can apply it for baby with cradle cap, those type of stuff. You can apply a little bit as a, like an ointment. You don't, and you just, like a hair oil, like you just, Grease the baby scalp with the um, with the breast milk. Are you kidding yeah, me? It is. It's it's good. It has a lot of uses. Um, a lot of uses, and okay. for babies, like the medicine wise, it helps to prevent infections, ear infections. Um, respiratory infections, asthma. There's a whole list, laundry list of um, benefits. Prevents development of obesity. It helps to prevent diabetes in mom. It helps with a lot of medical conditions as well. Helps to prevent certain types of cancer. Um, Even moms who have sore nipples and cracked nipples from breastfeeding you can go ahead and apply some of the breast milk on it to help heal it and to ease the pain. Okay. You mentioned something just now in the, some of the medical benefits of breast milk for a baby. You mentioned respiratory protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, in today's day, when the big talk is about respiratory infection, respiratory virus, you are telling me that a healthy mother breastfeeding in today's day is helping to pre- present preventative nutrients to baby from something like this respiratory issue? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> and when we deal with COVID in, in um, <laughs> particular, vaccination or even if you had or currently have uh, COVID. Yes. There is nothing preventing you from still breastfeeding your child. 
Um, go ahead, wear a mask to breastfeed, but you can still, unless medically advised not to do so. Again, this is not medical advice. Um, but you are still able to breastfeed your child. Your child will benefit from the antibodies you're producing, whether you're actively infected, whether it's asymptomatically or symptomatic um, COVID, or if you've gotten vaccinated, those antibodies will be in your breast milk. Vaccine particles will not be in the breast milk. It's just the antibodies. Um, you can go ahead and still breastfeed and give it to your child. And that's a way to protect your baby, your toddler from getting uh, COVID-19. Yeah. If you have kids, if you, if you're a new mom right. or you've, you're breastfeeding and you have older children, you can make a smoothie with your breast milk. There's nothing wrong with that. And your kids will have the antibodies as well. So you can make a breast milk smoothie for your family. Mm -hmm. That too. Daddy, you know, you want to make sure kids. You want to make sure that the baby is the priority, though. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. The baby's the priority, so you're not using all your supply on family and everything like that. The baby's the priority when it comes to breast milk. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> I, 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 am, I am beside myself right now because, and, and chances are, um, this broadcast, the video broadcast, when I upload it, will, will probably be blocked for information that I'm putting out there that is against CDC policy or whatever. Listen, uh, ooh, the podcast is there. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew podcast will still be there even if this is blocked, okay? Just so that you all know. The breastfeeding mother even if diagnosed with COVID-19, unless told by their physician to not breastfeed, why would a physician tell the child, tell the mother to not breastfeed? Um, it, it, there are several reasons why a mother would not be able to breastfeed, um, whether or not they have COVID. Okay. And it could be related to the severity of symptoms, it could be, and when I say breastfeed, it's, this is whether you're latching the baby directly mm -hmm. or um, pumping mm -hmm. and the medications, the medications are not compatible with breast milk. Okay, so gotcha. it can harm, meaning that it can harm the baby. So yes. again, that's why I said, this is not medical advice. Always check in with your provider mm -hmm. and they would be the ones to direct you whether or not but the cdc has it on their website as well saying that moms who have covid or is it the, the ho i'm gonna look it up and send it to you right now the exact link mm -hmm. so that you can put the correct information out there right that you moms for the most part can continue to uh give their child their liquid gold to help protect them from getting sick and to provide them with the optimal nutrition. However, I do know that if they are symptomatic, they need to wear a mask when they are breastfeeding. And just um, 
many people may may ask this question, why can't we put a mask on a baby or people who are under two, two and under? Mm-hmm. Because there's a risk of um, asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. So the baby may be stifled. The baby's young kids don't know how to remove the mask and they won't be able to breathe. So they right. will end up suffocating. Okay, got you. So that's that's why it's important for all of us to do our part to um, main, maintain safety. Because even if you are vaccinated, all those who are eligible for vaccination, you still need to practice hygienic and safety protocols, washing your hands. If you're sick, stay away. If you are um, in indoors, you wear a mask mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you don't congregate together. Right. Um, I was I was just looking, doing some searching myself while I wait for you to send me the link. Um, that is interesting. Is COVID transmitted through breast milk? <laughs> so, let me just this is a this is a quick read right here. Um, current evidence suggests that breast milk isn't likely to spread the virus to babies. You, along with your family and healthcare providers, should decide whether and how to start or continue breastfeeding. Breast milk prov- provides protection against many illnesses and is the best source of nutrition for most babies. However, there is the big push for formula. Even some doctors prescribing formula. Well, formula, okay, and I'll give a disclaimer. I am pro breast milk, but I am not anti-formula. Formula has its its place. Mm -hmm. Again, um, most babies are able to have breast milk. There are a few babies who are not able to um, even the the premature babies, those who are in NICU, can consume breast milk um, and the colostrum that mom produces in the first few days of um, of baby's life postpartum. Mm. Yeah, and however, because of the special circumstances regarding the growth and development of the baby, they may need to supplement with formula okay. because. Um, it's very, they're very fragile. However, breast milk can be given to um, NICU babies. But again, supplementation mm-hmm. may need to happen in, um, for several reasons. There may be something with mom. Mom can't breastfeed or, um, or pump right now. Right. Or um, something with baby or there's some type of um, outbreak mom may have or some the baby may have some type of metabolic issue where they're not able to digest the milk. And so they need specialized formula. Got you. Not just any regular type of formula. So. Okay. So that that is different from the, the, the formula you're being sent into the store to pick up off the shelf. Yes. Those are prescribed formulas. Okay. 
so the one that is being pushed uh, that is on the shelf you know why why the push this is what i don't get money breast milk is so great it does so much good for 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 mothers why is but i guess that answers the question right there and 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 that is the end all and be all of it those of you that are tuned in and and want to share or ask dr lexia a question as it relates to our topic tonight um seven seven three seven eight nine stew seven seven three seven eight nine seven eight three nine you can call um and 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 be a part of this discussion ask dr lexia a question and and get a response you know um Call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram. Yeah, don't use WhatsApp and Telegram tonight. Unless you're sending a message. Just don't call on it. But use a number and, and call directly. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll accept that call. Dr. Lexi will talk with you. Uh, you can't get a diagnosis over the phone. You know, you can't do all of that. Dr. Lex will tell you to come to our office or give her a call on our office line during office hours. But I'm not different. But seriously, in these times, <laughs> when dealing with this issue, you need to know that babies can be protected with mom's breast milk. Who would have thunk it? And, you know, I was talking... I was talking with someone today who was telling me that there's a baby that's in the hospital that her mom has COVID. And so they suspect that the baby has COVID too. But that's not necessarily the case. And if mom is breastfeeding, baby could very well still be better off. Alright, so let's see here. Let me go ahead and, and pull this up. Alright, thank you. I got those links, Dr. Lexi. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> go ahead and blow my mind some more. Please. <clears throat> well, <laughs> breast milk uh, has a longer shelf life than Forma. It is, um, for the most part, safer mm -hmm. and provides more value than formula. So breast milk with formula, you have a lot of risk for different stuff, such as botulism. Some of you may have heard that you shouldn't give your um, infants, anyone who is 12 months, one year of age or younger, mm -hmm. um, less than 12 months rather, um, any honey because of botulin toxicity, the risk for it. That's the same toxin that you can get in from use of formula, especially uh, misuse of formula. The hygiene factor. People need to wash their hands properly and dry them. 
before they go into the can of formula before they use. Mm -hmm. And there's also a way to formula, um, to bottle feed, whether you're using formula or breast milk, so that you don't overfeed your baby as well as mimic, and I use the word in quotation marks, mimic, um, breastfeeding and it's called press a um, pace bottle feeding mm-hmm. and that helps to regulate how much milk the baby's getting and let the baby self-regulate satiety versus mom or whoever's feeding the baby telling the baby they need to finish eating and overfeeding the baby mm. the baby will tell you when the baby is full right right and uh, breastfeeding develops the oral facial, so that's your oral, your mouth, and mm-hmm. facial musc- muscles mm-hmm. uh, equally, then bottle feeding may not mm. build up those um, muscles equally. So there, there are a lot of um, things that go on into into breastfeeding and even for those who aren't able to latch and have to bottle feed yeah for whatever reason you there are several things that you can do to help to get all the benefits of latching yeah because my son my firstborn had had trouble latching on mm-hmm. my second born he had trouble getting off he's more like his father (laughs) but my my firstborn had had trouble latching on so we did a lot of pumping and and he was bottle fed with the breast milk um Mm -hmm. so but his facial muscles are fine well, you may not see it like a speech language pathologist or anyone who works um, with the neuromuscular facial um, structures, oral fa- uh, facial structures, such as dentists. They will they will know more gotcha. and be able to to see um, any lacking than mm-hmm. the lay human person will be able to identify. But again. Breastfeeding provides antibodies, so mom could be sick with the flu or anything or have any other type of disease that she already had before and give the the baby those antibodies to help the baby ward off any pathogen that may come by. Mm. So it helps to build up the immunity. Formula cannot build up immunity. Um, it helps with bonding. It helps with mom's, again, diabetes, protects against diabetes in mom, protects against diabetes in baby, protects against obesity in baby, helps mom to lose weight as well. It, there's so many benefits. It helps soothe the baby. Babies don't necessarily go to the breast just to eat, but it's also a comfort mechanism yeah, and bonding. It helps with the it helps with the emotional and mental growth and health of the baby as well as the physical. Right. 
Yeah, some so of it, those traits that you don't lose as as you become an adult, um, are some of those characteristics of 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 breastfeeding. You don't lose them when you become an adult. The the, the you bonding, care to expound? the bonding, <laughs> the the comfort, you know, all, all that. Yeah, you don't lose. Mm-hmm. You don't lose it. Yep. Which is why I'm not yet uh, weaned. <laughs> and so, um, plays a crucial role, honestly. Uh, talk to any mom. They most moms will say that they enjoy it. breastfeeding. Should it hurt? Does it? Does it hurt? It may sometimes hurt. When them teeth start that, coming in. <laughs> or even when you're trying to start latching. Yeah. Um, at the beginning. So it may, and that's for more than one reason. It's because it, it helps to, uh, um, it helps mom too, right? So when the baby is born, mm-hmm. the hormones shift. It's, and now, because we no longer need to sustain life in the uterus. Right. The uterus is, is starting to contract, and then the breastfeeding helps to um, helps with that contracting, which helps to prevent blood loss. So you don't need any transfusions. Not to say that there may not be issues why moms um, end up bleeding, but it helps with that, and so that may cause more cramping. It may help mom, which may deter mom some moms because of the the pain from that, but that will subside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the pain just from getting the baby to latch correctly. And even just that sensation, some moms may be more sensitive than others. Gotcha. But once you get a good latch, you shouldn't have any more pain unless there's another issue going on. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, if there is pain with mm-hmm. a good latch mm-hmm. is it a lactating doctor that you go see or you can just go to your general practitioner how, how, how does how does that work so a lot of lactation consultants like myself are medical health care providers but a lot of them aren't they have no other um clinical background right that's that's all so they do they may mm-hmm, go ahead. that is just all they do lactation yes that's all they do they do lactation uh consulting teaching moms and dads and um support persons mm-hmm. the benefits of breastfeeding um any complications with breastfeeding breastfeeding multiples breastfeeding sick babies relactating for moms who had to stop for whatever reason, uh, maybe they were sick or on a certain medication or some other reason. Okay. And um, and even moms who want to breastfeed because they adopted a child, they will help with that. Mm. Uh, it helps to educate uh, parents who would love to breastfeed once they have their baby. They do that as well in the pre um, antenatal mm-hmm. period and they can also look to see if there's any problem like thrush or they can't diagnose but they can tell see if it could be something such as cracked nipples or something like that but 
when it comes to medical conditions where you need like prescriptions or a diagnosis, they can't diagnose. Okay. So you may need to follow up uh, with your OBGYN. You can even ask your child's pediatrician. Some of them are uh, certified in lactation as well. Or you can go to your family care uh, doctor or nurse practitioner, PA, for advice and help. But if you're in the New York area and they call you up, then it's a one-stop shop. Yeah, I mean, I practice, I hold multiple state licenses, so you know, I'm able to still provide some services. I, I mean, even if you're in an area that I am not mm-hmm. uh, able to practice in as a nurse practitioner, I can still practice as a lactation consultant and I can still advise you as a nurse practitioner. However, I cannot manage your care. So gotcha. I can just refer you and advise you to to speak with your your own healthcare provider or a healthcare provider and ask them, tell them to ask their provider to look into the possibility of X, Y, Z. Got you. Well, in the US they say Z. Z, 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 I say both. I, I, like, I like both, actually. I do. And Z, I just haven't heard Z somebody is, say it in a, in a while. Z is very, um, it helps to, with the phonetics, especially when you're on the phone. Yes. Because you have C, B, T. So Z yes. helps yeah. to break up that monotony and confusion. Yeah, you don't have to say Z for zebra. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm I can I tell you I was I was just I'm still blown away by the fact that breast milk can be applied to the skin for uh, topical skin care. You mentioned cracked nipples while breastfeeding. Here we go again. Now, can you say apply some of that breast milk to the cracked nipples? Yes. For it to yes. See, however, however, go ahead. Tell me the however. If the cracked nipple is because of a different thing, let's say like thrush, which is a fungal, um, okay, condition, it will behoove you not to do that because it can make matters worse because the fungus thrives on sugar which of course milk is in the milk yes so it's it's not wise to do that okay cool which is another reason to to pause with the breastfeeding no you can still breastfeed with thrush yeah if you have thrush on your uh, mom has it on their breast, baby has it in their mouth. So both mom and baby have to be treated simultaneously. Um, if if it's painful, too painful for mom to breastfeed on that side, then go to the other side if it's not affected. Mm-hmm. Or if mom feels um, best to pump on that side, then she does that or use uh, anything that was expressed beforehand. 
a mom can express milk instead of latching the baby on the side that has the thrush. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, I, 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 it's been years since I've had to, to interact with any um, lactating mothers directly. But uh, a friend of mine just had a brand new grandbaby today. So, oh, congratulations, friend. Right. Um, this information would, would, would may come in handy for her and, and her grandbaby, her, her son and her daughter-in-law and their baby, their new baby. So, you know, that could work. I'll, I'll definitely send her the podcast. I'll definitely give her the link to the, to the broadcast. She can go and watch it or listen either way. But the, the, the whole medicine part of breast milk is pretty much where I'm stuck on. Because when, when you have this push for over-the-counter drugs, when here it is, you have something that your body is producing for your baby right then and there, and you're not providing it. That's a problem. Now, isn't the health of mom important in giving the best quality breast milk? Yes. However, even if mom is not completely healthy, let's say she has diabetes, blood pressure, medication, all that other stuff, that's not to say that the breast milk would be... Tainted. Tainted. But if mom is in optimal health, of course, it'll show in... And um, not not really just the breast milk per se, but more so in giving the baby a better head start mm-hmm. in at life. Because at uh, one of our last sessions, I did mention that the state of health mom is in before, during, and after pregnancy, especially during pregnancy, greatly affects the baby throughout life mm. and that's that's both uh, physical Im- and physical emotional and psychological health all all the components of everything health but in in particular physical health is what i'm referring to okay uh, so if mom has diabetes which it, which is a very prevalent non-communicable disease in this country mm-hmm baby is at an increased risk of developing diabetes Diabetes. at any time during life. But starting off baby with breastfeeding in the first two years, does that reduce that risk? It does, but the baby's still at risk for it just because. From genetics. It does greatly reduce, yeah, and being exposed to it um, in utero. Okay. So... I'm glad you brought up the two years. So it is recommended. And when I say recommended, I mean it is strongly recommended. 
that babies be exclusively breastfed for the first six months of life. Mm-hmm. Um, whether, again, that can be latched or pumped. Milk. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to give your child formula, then formula. Right. But after six months, six months does that is not the golden number because baby may not be quite ready for solids. At exactly six months, could be seven months, eight months, um, but it may not be exactly on the day baby turns six months. It could be later on in the six months. Um, and that, again, is a discussion between you and your child's um, pediatrician or your family doctor. Okay. So the... CDC recommends... After six months, up to a year, but the H the WHO, the World Health Organization, recommends two years, and there are several benefits for two years. Mind you, uh, the breast milk can be frozen. Mm-hmm. If there are a lot of um, studies that show that it can be frozen safely up to a year after. The date expressed, so if it's expressed today at 10, um, 11.03 at night, August 10th, August 10th next year, then it, it, it will be expired. But you can definitely keep it safely for six months. Mm-hmm. And so if baby stops breastfeeding, uh, weans him or herself off, or even if mom wants to wean earlier than 12 months or 18 months or whatever the case may be, then you can still give baby breast milk that is stored. So, but you may not have to latch and express anymore because you decide or baby decides to no longer latch be on. attached oh, okay. yeah, to the breast. So, Shoot, my baby stop. I'm taking over. <laughs> Learning all of this. If I knew this back then, boy... Let me tell you, I'd, I'd be waiting for my son to stand. Yeah, you done? You done? You done? <laughs> you, you, no more? You, you done with it? You, you ready for food now? Solid food? All right, I'll take over. <laughs> what? Knowing this? No? Then? Mm-mm. Oh, I tell you, so, knowledge. Yeah, knowledge is power. And back to what I was saying about the disparities in breastfeeding. So Asian Americans have been shown to have a higher rate with breastfeeding. However, certain ethnic groups that fall within the Asian racial um, class classification mm-hmm. um, don't necessarily have that high rate that's on par with the Healthy People 2020 goals. Now, when it comes to Hispanics, and again, Hispanics can be of any race. Right. They have a lower rate, but Blacks and Blacks uh, can be, again, of any nationality could be Hispanic or whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and Native Americans 
have the lowest rate of breastfeeding. And coincidentally or not, the mortality rate in those two groups, the BIPOC groups, are higher than maternal mortality and infant mortality. Is that from... Is that from um, from illnesses, from contracted illnesses? No. So the mortality, maternal mortality rate um, or causes, the majority of those persons who have died are, are from preventable deaths. Uh, is there, from, like, it, like, like what? It could be complications. Most of the, the mortality is in the postpartum period, but it could be complications of, let's say, um, bleeding, there's hemorrhaging, there's some type of infection that came about. Um, there is complications of preeclampsia mm-hmm. that affect black women at disproportionate rates. Right. Um, and several other reasons for that. And then infant mortality in black children are two to three times higher than their white counterparts. Mm. So it's, I don't, I would have to do some more digging to right, see right. if I find any search research that has studied any correlation between the infants and maternal mortality rate and breastfeeding. To see if there's anything, but it again, it just could be all coincidental. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of the disparities are found is due to social status as well. Because mo- women again may not have the luxury of staying home and work, um, staying home from work to breastfeed. Right. They may not have the education mm. to know of the benefits of breastfeeding or even get the help to breastfeed. Because right. breastfeeding, although it's natural, may not come easy and natural for a lot of people and they need assistance. Just like women have, um, some people give birth, can give birth right on their own. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, like people, I didn't know I was pregnant and gave birth on their own mm. using natural instincts. There are reasons why people need coaching while they're uh, from their birthing provider, whether it be a midwife, a CNM, or a physician who's who's helping to birth that baby. Right. So I'm here going to read an excerpt if I can find exactly what I'm looking for in this one article. Again, I lost the article that I, that well, I had pulled up for tonight. No, but as, as, you, as you look for that, I just want to say thank you to my affiliates that are, are, are carrying this broadcast right now. One Harmony Radio to the UK, NIE Radio out of New Jersey, Island Worldwide out of New York, the Foundation Radio Network, TintaLindsay.com out of South Florida, um, WGLRO, Oliwap Radio and Dusik Media Groups out of out of Texas, 
Thank you, thank you. PEMG TV, much love. Truly appreciate of each and every one of you and the listeners that are locked on. You you can be a part of this broadcast too. You can you can call in and 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 text in and ask your questions. You know, seven seven three seven eight nine Stu gets you in touch. Seven seven three seven eight nine seven eight three nine. Uh, those of you who are on Facebook Live, I, I didn't. I intentionally kept Facebook Live up tonight because um, the, the the content is is sometimes I, I give you that, <laughs> you know, you get that treat, you get that luxury. Those on on KevinStew.com, truly appreciate love you, of course, uh, where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. Kujo, blessings, brother. Welcome, welcome, brother. Um, yeah, Doctor Lexi, you you ready for us? Yeah, so I, I will tell you uh, some of what I remember from the article and what I do know firsthand that many hospitals are not baby designated baby friendly hospitals, and they do not so they don't educate moms on the benefits of breastfeeding. They push formula. Wait, and hospitals with a maternity ward are not baby friendly hospitals. Yeah, there there is a criteria to be called baby friendly. There's about ten items that hospitals must adhere to to meet the certification standards of baby friendly. And so, one of which is not to accept or to give out any products from companies that promote uh, bottle feeding and formula. Really. Mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, hospital, maternity ward, uh, baby is important. Uh, <laughs> that's it. You have baby-friendly hospitals that are mm-hmm. designated baby-friendly. Mm-hmm. And every hospital can become baby-friendly. They just need to adhere to those criteria to get that designation and it's not arduous they every hospital has the means of doing it so why wouldn't um, they that is a very good question and I, I i i figure you you may not have the answer to that question but i'm that guy i'm gonna ask that question why wouldn't they if, if all hospitals have the the, the, the capability have the capacity to be baby friendly they have maternity wards. They have individuals. They have staffing for the maternity ward. Why not? Does this come back to money also? Because we know pushing formula is a money-making business. Yeah, because you do get gifts and incentives um, from these people, which is why you shouldn't be accepting them to and distributing them. That's one of the criteria of meeting the designation. However, um, education, staff are not being educated mm-hmm. with the, the various uh, needs of the baby. Babies are born with innate reflexes that help them to latch, to get to their mom's breast and latch on their own mm-hmm. once they're placed on their mom's stomach or close and near the breast, they will crawl. There's like a breast crawl mm. that they do. And it's very important 
for especially well some in some cases it may not happen because of the medical needs of mom or and or baby but as much as possible moms and babies need to practice skin to skin immediately after birth for at least an hour mm. and that helps improve the latching that's a little bit beforehand. difficult that's a little bit difficult when 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 mom had a c-section though isn't it well that's why it depends on the the health needs the medical needs but even even in those instances mom still can hold baby they still bring mom the baby to moms depending on the situation right so that moms can see the baby for a little bit mm-hmm. um but as soon as mom has been stitched up and taken care of as soon as it is feasible babies need to be on mom's skin and moms the body is is amazing the body and baby produce these pheromones and all these um reflexes to help latch and help with the bonding experience so when you say skin to skin it should just be baby in diaper and on no. mom's skin or baby, baby swaddled baby naked be- no not swaddled skin to skin Baby does not need to be in diaper um, for this. Baby just needs to be dried, you know, um, after birth to prevent uh, temperature loss mm-hmm. and place on baby. You don't have to necessarily wipe off everything because there's protective stuff that's on the baby. Right. But as long as the baby's not wet. You know, the, the the medical team knows what they're doing when they're when they're doing this. And babies on mom's chest, mom's belly, belly to belly. And huh. then the babies once the baby that hour and everything is done, feeding is done, the baby's checked out and everything like that. Baby can be swaddled with mom, but then you unwrap the swaddle. And put the mom, the baby, right on the chest, over mom, underneath mom's gown or shirt or whatever the mom is wearing, yes. as long as it's not stifling the baby. Yes. And mom. But yeah, skin to skin. It's like kangaroo. Right. Yes, we call it kangaroo care. Dads can do skin to skin and help prepare baby for for feedings too, but that first hour. That first 60 minutes after birth is crucial. Baby should be breastfed, their first feeding, and be skin to skin. And another thing, uh, mom's family should request babies need to room in 24 hours. And room in means baby does not go to the nursery. Mm. Babies are there because it helps with mom learning the cues of baby because not every cry is for hunger right it helps a uh, baby and mom get to know each other a little better and develop cues and the sense and everything like that for mom and baby to 
increase the rate. It studies have shown that it helps with with uh, exclusive breastfeeding mm. as well. And just from being in the babies, same room. Yeah, and even if babies who need to be in the NICU, moms can again, like I said before, can still breastfeed. That colostrum. Don't worry about your milk coming in. That colostrum is vital to your baby's health. So many ways. Your baby's, the baby's stomach is the size of a marble. It can hold about five to seven milliliters of fluid. That's like one teaspoon. So don't worry about you not producing enough. Mm. Just keep yeah. going. If you're not producing enough, we will know. The baby, it, it will show. Babies will, will not be gaining weight. And in the first week, the baby is supposed to lose a little bit of weight, not too much. Right. Approximately close to 10% of their birth weight and build it back up. If baby's not gaining weight, then we know there's an issue. And... Um, the pediatrician will keep a close eye. That doesn't mean you need to supplement. You may need to call a lactation consultant and they will help to troubleshoot and get you going so that you are producing enough milk. You may need to pump a little bit more and do a little bit more stimulation. Um, maybe techniques of breastfeeding needs to be changed. Baby needs to be aroused a little bit more. There's a whole slew of things that may need to be done a little differently to ensure the baby's getting accurate amounts of feeding. However, mom, you can do this. Dad, family, support people, you can help mom. So oh, with sure. breastfeeding, yeah. And so the disparities, again, the, you have rights to pump. You're supposed to have a fridge that is separate, a working fridge, mm -hmm. and a private area to be able to pump and store your express milk so you can bring home to your child. And that is a federal right, and mm. which your employer is supposed to give you. So there are a lot of, again, disparities. Again, number one is work-related, mm -hmm. whether it be policies, not being able to get the breaks to breastfeed, having to return to work earlier. Right. And not getting that education in the hospital and being formula being provided or being pushed down mm. on the baby that is not medically needed for formula. Right. And, and also support. So you're not getting that support. I'm an avid supporter of maternity, six-month maternity leave. And that just goes for multiple reasons and aligns with the exclusive breastfeeding for six months. Moms, you've gone through, I want everyone to understand, moms' bodies go through so much trauma, 
whether you have a vaginal or a cesarean delivery. Mm-hmm. Whether you had an episiotomy or not. Mm-hmm. Your body needs to heal. And well, then all the emotional, mental components of that shift from being from not being a mother to being a mother or for adding on a child to the family. Mm-hmm. It, they're that mental healing. And so that first three months, especially if you had a cesarean section, takes about 12 weeks for you to be able to get cleared. Right. You, you need that first three months just to get that physical healing. And then the other three months to an adjustment, the other three months to get yourself feeling like yourself into a more routine and everything like that and assist with the demands of baby because you should feed on demand and not on a strict schedule unless, you know, baby is not waking up to eat and too much time has passed by. But feeding on demand is where it's at. And it's not easy. It's not easy. Even if you bottle feed, it's not e- It's not easy. And moms need that support. Moms need that break. Moms need to rest. So, but yes, um, August is Breastfeeding Awareness Month. The last week of August is Black Breastfeeding Week. There should be events in your area. Look on Eventbrite or any other place to find uh, your local events and to learn more about breastfeeding, the disparities, the historical components as to why formula became the mainstay in this country over the last, what, um, hundred or so or less years. And yeah, because that, that even yeah, that formula thing that's that's been quite a swing, you know. It, it makes yeah. it gives the impression that formula is better than breast milk. It's not. Formula can never be superior or equal to breast milk. However, formula does have its place as a supplement. As a supplement, if medically required. Mm-hmm. And even if there is a reason why, let's say mom died or mom is having an issue, a low breast milk supply or some other issue, there that's why you have a lactation consultant to help you navigate certain things. There are milk banks that have safe milk, breast milk, mm-hmm. that has been donated, tested, pasteurized. So it is safe. Mm-hmm. It meets reg- um, regulations and right. has to be prescribed as well. You can't just go and get it. And you can feed your baby breast milk. So what, that's. I'm sorry. What what kind of support do breast bank? I'm uh, sorry, milk banks get. Do do they get a, a lot of support from the public on a whole? Uh, in terms of. Like patrons, people going to ask access them. They do. I am not sure the percentage, but I mm-hmm. know that 
you can't just walk up to a milk bank asking for milk. You have to get it prescribed. Okay. And if even if you're in the hospital, you can get they can order the milk and give to the baby. Mm-hmm. And you can donate. Moms can donate. They have to undergo uh, testing to make sure that they don't have certain diseases and make sure that or taking certain medications so that the their milk is deemed safe and then the milk is also tested and so moms are screened and everything like that who who donates to a milk bank is it the mom that 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 the baby has kind of weaned themselves early you know yeah it moms there's some moms who have over milk supply. So you have low milk supply, you can have over milk supply. Mm-hmm. And so let's say moms who their babies wean themselves off or they wean the moms wean them off or it was a mutual wean mm-hmm. and they no longer need the breast milk or they could have had a baby that died. Okay. Yeah. You know, abortion because you're pregnant. So your body's already pay, um, preparing for milk. And some moms in the second trimester start producing colostrum already. Mm-hmm. And so you can go ahead and pump and and do good. You know, babies babies who can't, for whatever reason, metabolically pr- uh, process human milk and therefore need specialized formula, which is very expensive. Mm-hmm. But that's what they need to survive. So moms can go ahead and, and pump. And donate that. And and donate that. Got you. Of course, you can still use it for topical skin care. You can use it to make smoothies for the family. Uh, you know, the benefit's still there at home. Yeah. Like the skin care I just learned of today. I'm going to be milking that. No pun intended. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, wow. Um, Dr. Lexi. How can people get in touch with you, um, whether for consultation or, or um, even to, to, for your services on a regular, or if they want you to speak at a function, how can people get in touch with you? So I am on Instagram under four, the number four, T-H, trimester N-P, as a nurse practitioner, and I will send you a link uh, for Kalendi. I'll send that to you so that you can post mm-hmm. for um, any consults, free consultations, or paid paid um, teachings. And I will also be starting a class on a group classes. And you can register for that on Eventbrite. The information will be coming up shortly. I have not created the event yet, but I will be starting to do host classes. And the classes will be very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. It is way cheaper than you would pay a typical lactation consultant for these the similar services. And so I will give DJ Kemsu my information. But again, you can contact me via Instagram at fourth 
Trimester NP. You can follow me on Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse at Dr. Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, D-R-L-E-X-I-E. And then the Calendi that I need to create will be under that as well, Dr. Lexi. Got you. So, Calendi.com forward slash Dr. Lexi. So that link will be live in within the next hour and you can go ahead and schedule your consultation okay perfect and um is there a brick and mortar office that you you have no 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 i do have um there is another way you can actually schedule consultations and it's under the health connection c-o-n-n-e-x-i-o-n um, and that link is live, so I can send that to you. Okay. Um, so that we can go ahead and schedule lactation one-on-one and, um, any consults. So there's no brick and mortar. I do telemedicine and you can contact me to see if I service your area. I can, um, as well for full for full service or if it's only on a an advice basis where I would need to add um, or refer you rather to someone who's local. Got you. you. Got you. Yeah. So just about anyone as long as you service their area your your that that you can provide. Um I guess a full service to them and yes. outside of that it's pretty much consultation. Yes. For lactation consulting I can do anywhere, but for medical stuff that is limited to just the few areas that I am able to do that. And for medical you provide what services? For medical I, again I primarily focus in family health. And underneath that family health is that fourth trimester postpartum care. So if you have diabetes, hypertension, uh, or any type of urgent conditions that you need, like UTIs or need any blood work, I can do some stuff there for you. A postpartum care, uh, if you had gestational diabetes. Mm-hmm. I can help you manage so that you don't, or you you reduce your likelihood of becoming full-blown diabetic, uh, which is type 2 diabetes in the postpartum period and beyond, as well as uh, family interventions, nutrition consultations as well. Um, I also do coaching, health coaching, and that can be done anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. I can coach you health and wellness to get you a better to a better state of health yes i provide preconception counseling as well you can consult me for that mm-hmm. or come to me for that consultation rather and i will help you to get ready for your pregnancy the best time for for this would be six to twelve months before you plan to become pregnant even if you do plan to become pregnant now, that is still fine. But the optimal time to pr- 
to start preparation. Is, yeah, it will be six to 12 months before. Gotcha. Yeah. So. All righty. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Lexi. You, I, I must tell you, you have been missed um, on, on the night shift on Healthy Love, on a night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Uh, it's good to have you back. And I'm looking forward to the second Tuesday of next month where we do this all over again. All right. And um, under the Kalendly link, again, it's Kalendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com forward slash the health, H-E-A-L-T-H connection, C-O-N-N-E-X-I-O-N. You can go ahead and schedule lactation consultation with me or um, a free one-on-one 15-minute consult. And if you have any questions or concerns, you can feel free to reach um, me via making an appointment on that website, wendy.com forward slash the health connection. And again, you, I will send the link to you, DJ Ken. Okay, got you. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and share that in the stew pot on kevinstew.com. Anyone that is, is tuning in now, uh, you can go there and get that link to reach Dr. Lexi. All right. So, Dr. Lexi, thank you again. You have a thank great you. night. Truly, I appreciate love you taking the time out to, to, to spend the time with us. And to share the information. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. You take care now. And um, <laughs> like I said, looking forward to you coming back. <laughs> All right. Looking forward as well. All right. We're going to have good a night. quick little break and then we come back for musical therapy. Call a friend, tell a friend, stick and stay. We'll be right back. Corsi Media Group, innovative streaming and recording, has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one, get one free, or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30-second video with music, or a voiceover, or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulse Media Group.
It takes an entire village to raise a child. Hello, I'm Paul Campbell, here to talk about Palace. Peace and Love Academic Scholarship. This nonprofit group supports students facing serious obstacles from entering or continuing their studies, not because the grades are failing, but due to the lack of financial support. Over the past eight years, Palace has awarded 600 scholarships valued at approximately 50.3 million Jamaican dollars or 415,000 U.S. dollars. Together, we must build a better future for our children. Please visit www.palace1.org and make your donation to brighten the future of a deserving child. Palace, preserving young minds for posterity. Matthew 28, 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. It's Christina representing for DJ Kevin. You see me, I say, I don't know the boss. You see me, I say, DJ Kevin's too. And the night shift radio show, yo, it at the thing, turn up the thing loud. Well, DJ Kevin's too at the heart of a champion. Never underestimate, just choose him. The silver line behind the dark clouds. DJ Kevin's true believing, and that's no doubt. Salute the match with the show of the city. It's hard to talk. This one is for my mommy. Lee Kelly was asking what's in this world. Well, some of what's in this world is love. And now we have Twiggy working out with Sadiki. A track called With You, I'm Born Again. Closing out this night shift night. Healthy love night right here on the night shift of DJ Kevin Stew. Hey, cuz, how you doing? A little of twiggy terrific one for you. I know how you love her. I love her too. And 
as we close out, I want to thank you all for supporting. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. I do encourage you to look out for members of your community. And your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. So those that you pass along the way on the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday right here, 10 p.m. Eastern on KevinStew.com and Affiliates. Just know, with you... I'm always born again. The podcast is up and available 24-7. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. You can also catch me on YouTube. Same name. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. I'm back here tomorrow. Real Talk Wednesday. Be sure to join me and bring a friend, yeah? Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world from right here in South Florida. And I bid you a good night. Salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The night shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.